0: Thank you for joining Infusion Lady Potters. Greetings, greetings. Thank you for joining me again on Infusion Lady Potters. I'm so excited to be with you again. I'm excited about this new series that we're about to embark upon. Uh, God has really been laying it on my heart and really just uh, been meditating on the Word of God, concerning it. And so we're going to start a new series, and the name of the series is uh, Intimate Walk with God. How many of you are interested in developing an intimate walk with the Lord? And so we are going to go into the Word and and just dissect, and we're going to actually uh, go and and look within the depths of our hearts to determine, you know, where our heart desires are. And so before we start, I'm going to ask the Lord to just give wisdom and understanding for all that are listening on today, and that your, your uh, eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. I pray that God will uh, give anointings and, and just give instructions and just give insight into this closer walk this intimate walk that we're seeking after. And so um, I just want to just make some statements. We're going to be talking our first series is five reasons why obedience. In order for us to have an intimate walk with the Lord, we have to already make up in our minds that we're going to be obedient to the Lord, and that's the only way. Uh, obedient, an obedient heart is necessary in walking close with the Lord. An obedient heart. An obedient heart is saying, Lord, whatsoever your words say, that's what I say. And I agree with it, even if I don't feel like it, even, you know, if it if it doesn't fit in my life as I think it should, but because your word says it, I believe it, therefore I receive it and I submit to so it becomes no longer your will, but the will of the Father that you are after. And so an obedient heart is the number one factor uh, in in us developing this intimate, uh, intimate. Intimate means close and, and up, up and in person, an intimacy. And so we want to walk – in in an intimate way with the Lord, uh, that there's nothing hidden. There's nothing (laughs) hidden behind the scenes. There's nothing held back. There is nothing that you're trying to uh, uh, get away with or, you know, trying to get past the Lord. Your life is open and up front, you know. He can see into a all areas in your life. And one thing about God, he knows us. He created us. He knows our thoughts. He knows what we're thinking. He knows our motives anyway. You know, Uh, he knows them anyway. God knows everything. And so an obedient heart, um, just desiring to be close. And so these are the last days and the Lord is soon to come. And so the Lord is, I, I can just, hear him saying, come close to me, my daughter. Come close to me, my son. I am calling you deeper. I'm calling you closer. I am calling you to a more intimate place with me. I'm going to make a statement. Now, anyone who wants to know God, who wants to walk close with him, must obey him. You've got to obey him because he's speaking all the time. And if you want this type of intimacy, you must make up in your mind, I will obey. Now, this may sound strange. This may sound like a strange statement (laughs) that I just made. If you want to know God, like you say, you'd want to know him. And if you want to walk close to him and be totally sold out, you must obey him. Amen. Selah, let it set in. There is no way that we can come into a close relationship with the Lord to walk fully in the blessings and enjoy the communion of the Spirit without obeying him or without obedience. I'm, I want to enjoy the blessings. Yeah, there's so many promises. But how many of you know our promises, I are receiving the promises, they're there. But we, we won't be able to lay hold of those promises unless we are walking in an in a obedient state in our lives. And I just want to go ahead and say it on the front end. Father God, I, I thank you. I submit my heart, amen, to be in total obedience to your word, in total agreement. So I thank you that the blood of Jesus, it covers me and it keeps me. Amen. Hallelujah. And I can run into your arms and I can say, Daddy, God, and you'll be there. Amen. And that my heart will be obedient and open, even when it, it may seem like a fight or a strain or struggle. I just want to go ahead and say the prayer up front. Amen. <laughs> I want to be obedient. And if, if we would walk with him, child of God, amen, if we would walk with him, obey his word and follow the directions and the leading of the Holy Spirit. And see, I, I I so love the Holy Spirit. He's there to lead us and guide us. He's not going to leave us in a in a place where we're not knowing what to do or or we not understanding where we should go next. You know, the Holy Spirit is there to guide us and to help us. If we just turn our face to him, turn our hearts unto him, Stop looking at your circumstances. Stop looking at what you think you can do, you know, because our emotions, we can't can't lean on all of that. But I thank God for the Holy Spirit. But if we allow the Holy Spirit to flow through us and lead and direct us and guide us, amen, he will lead us straight to the Father because he only speaks of of what he hears the Father say. We want to draw close. Am I the only one? God is calling his people close to his heart. Because there are some directions that must be laid out. There must there are some things that has to be accomplished and done in these days that we are facing these days that we're living. God is calling for vessels that will just honor him with their heart and mind, soul, and body. I told you, son and daughter of God, man and woman of God, there is nothing that you've done that God cannot release you from or heal you from. The blood of Jesus has already, amen, has already did all of that. And all he wants us to do is just receive and obey. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. So God wants us to enjoy an intimacy with him. He wants us to enjoy a relationship mm, with him. Amen, glory to God. And we don't have to cry at night because we think that this one or that one is not doing what they're supposed to or expected to do. But one thing about God, he's always faithful. He's there. He'll never leave you, nor will he forsake you. He'll satisfy your heart desires. We want the benefits from our relationship. Amen. I want to reap benefits from my relationship. Amen, hallelujah. I want to reap the benefits from my godly relationship, my relationship with my Father. I call Him Abba in the name of Jesus. So I'm going to lay out at least five reasons why obedience will draw you closer to the Lord. We all have established this, established this in our heart that we want to walk close. We have established that we want to have a more intimate walk, a more intimate relationship with our daddy God uh, because we want to be the utmost, amen, best son or daughter he has, amen, (laughs) that would just obey his leadings and obey his promptings and obey his nudging because God is constantly always nudging and prompting us and speaking and whispering to us. And, and, and unless our ear is, is, is not uh, uh, apt to hear or in that place of hearing, we'll miss it. And so I'm saying, God, I don't want to miss I don't want to miss what you're saying. I don't want to miss where, where, where you're trying to lead me. I don't want to miss it because of disobedience. Amen. Reason one, when you are in obedience, you can walk with God. Come on, when you are in obedience, you can walk with God. No one can walk with God without being obedient. Just look at these. We're going to be looking at some examples of the of people in the Old Testament who enjoyed walking closely uh with the Lord. And we're going to take some notations and and, and the first one, you know, that pops to mind is Enoch. The word of God says in Genesis 5.22, he said the, the word record that Enoch lived in close fellowship with God. He lived there for over 300 years. Can you imagine 300 years living up on the earth, walking close with God, obeying his commandments, learning of his ways, caring for the things that most concern our Lord and Savior, Come on here. Our God, that was Enoch's life. And as a result of that, uh, the Bible said in Genesis 5 and 24, scripture tells us that Enoch did not experience an earthly death. Instead, he disappeared because God took him. He walked so close with God, God took him up on into the heavenlies. I want a mm, I want a deeper walk. I don't know about you. But I desire a deeper walk. Amen to God be the glory. Let's look at Noah's life. Noah lived during dark times. The scripture says, uh there was all sorts of evil going on around in those days. Uh the Lord was sorry he had even even created humanity in Genesis 6 and 6 because there was so much going on. Then he said he will wipe this human race clean off the face of the earth. You know, the Lord was totally frustrated. He said, I'm going to get rid of all these people. And in verse Genesis 6 and 7, it says, yes, and I will destroy every living thing. Ah. but the Lord found favor with Noah. Noah found favor with the Lord, and so I want to say, I want to find favor with my God. In the name of Jesus, instead of com- conforming to the wickedness, because Noah had an had an option, he had a choice, and the choice is ours, thanks, uh, man and woman of God, or whomever may be listening at this point. The The choice is yours whether you do or whether you don't. Noah found favor with the Lord because Noah could have conformed to the wickedness of the civilization that was around him. But instead, Noah upheld morality. He upheld goodness. And as a result of Noah's obedience, he and his entire family were saved from the flood that destroyed every other living thing on the earth. Come on, somebody. There is a price, amen, for obedience. I love that. There is a price for obedience. If you obey God, you will will reap awesome dividends. Glory to God. You will reap all of the benefits God has promised us upon the earth. And we're going to look at one other person, Adam. Now, I know everybody uh, remember Adam as a being a failure, uh, not doing what he what he was supposed to do, but he walked in communion daily, fellowshipping with a relationship with the Lord in the garden. God had breathed life into Adam, Genesis two and seven He set him in the mag- in, in the garden and the magnificent garden of. Eden where he met all of his needs. He provided for him. So I want to focus on the part where it says, Adam, he walked with God. And you notice that when Adam fell, uh, uh, there was an immediate separation because the Lord called out to him, Adam, where are you? I'm so used to walking with you, but now I don't feel you. I don't sense you. Where are you? So I want to capitalize on Adam walked with God. He walked in communion with the Lord. And so these are just examples of ones that have walked with the Lord. And, and these are not just the only ones, but there are many more examples. And so if, 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 if it can be done, the obedient factor is important. Reason number two, when you are obedient, you can obey God's voice. There are many good people and kind-hearted people in the earth, but what we're looking for are not just kind-hearted people or good people, we're looking for ones that are obedient, ones that are, uh, are you know just want to listen and obey. Amen. That's the, that, that, that is the important factor. The Bible said that we should not be just hearers only but doers as well so we want to be hearer i want to hear god and when i hear him i want to do what he says to do amen hallelujah we can know the voice of god did you know that you can know the voice of god how do we get to know the voice of god by spending time in the word amen by sitting down and communing with him with him understanding his heart reading the scriptures See how he what, what's on his mind and, you know, um, and what he's thinking. And then we have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us to guide us. And how can we hear the voice of God? Another way to hear the voice of God is by uh, finding you a, a, a local assembly to hook up with. Amen. And we call it the brook, uh, hooking up to uh, a place where you can go, amen, on Wednesdays, Sundays, or or whatever day of the week, to get fed the word of God, to sit on the pastor so he so he can cultivate you according to the word of God. It's important, amen, to learn obedience and to learn to hear his voice, the voice of the Father. Now I want to read Deuteronomy 4. Deuteronomy 4, 5 and 6 says, it says, look, I now teach you these decrees and regulations just as the Lord my God commanded me so that you may obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy. It says to obey them completely and you will display your wisdom and in, intelligence among the surrounding nations. And so in the importance of us allowing that word to go through us, amen, and to operate in our lives and and through our lives, we become an example. We become, uh, we become Christ up on the earth, walking, walking epistles, walking Christ, little walking Christ up on the earth, teaching and uh, leading people into the ways of the Lord. And so it's important for us to hear the voice of God. In Jesus' name, I don't know about you, but I'm getting stirred up. I want this type of intimacy. I want this type of of a relationship. You know, and it's, in a, it's a it's a developmental process. It don't just come in one day. It's a developmental process. You do this every day. You know, the scripture in the Bible is is, is a transformation Transforming agent amen this bible was meant to transform us and that we could be more like him reason number three when you are, are obedient you will be blessed i receive see the blessings god's promises or god promised that if we obey him blessings will follow Oh, yes, Lord. Take in a deep breath. Amen. If we obey the voice of God, if we obey his his word, blessings will follow. Just look at these scriptures. We're going to be looking at some scriptures, and we will see how God blesses his people. Joshua 1 and 8, it says, study the book of instructions continually. Meditate it day and night so that you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper, succeed in all you do. So when we meditate on the word of God day and night, we get it and grab it on our heart. It says that we're going to prosper, and we're going to succeed in all that we do. Amen. I want to succeed in all that I do because of my obedience. I want to be blessed. Isaiah 1 and 19, if you will only obey me, you will have plenty to eat. So you see how our obedience will affect our way of living. It will affect our success. Success doesn't just come by you going to a four-year college or, or having all types of degrees behind your name, but success comes by your obedience to the word of God. John fourteen twenty-one: Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. If you accept his commandments and if you obey them, the, the Lord said that you love him. And because they love me, my father will love them. And I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Hallelujah. It's good to be loved. While God loves and shows favor to all of his children. Amen. The scripture clears it, lays it out to us. Reason number four. When you are obedient, you're choosing God's best for your life. I want the best. How about you? How many, of you know, how many of you know that God loves us? His love is clear. He sacrificed. He gave himself for us that we may live and be free. Isaiah 1, 18 and 20 says, Come now, let's settle this, said the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, I will make them as white as wool. If you will only obey me, you will have plenty to eat. If you turn away and refuse to listen, you will be devoured by the sword of your enemies. I, the Lord, have spoken. Now listen. Do you see? There are there are consequences to our obedience, and so you know I I, I just want to experience the good, so I'm a, I'm I'm gonna make choices to obey, but if we make choices to disobey, to dishonor, uh, dishonor our Lord, and 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 just disregard everything that He's telling us to do, to just disregard it. But I don't want that, so I ain't doing that. If we constantly disregard and dishonor and uh, um just 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 be in a state of disobedience. How many of you know you can open doors to the enemy in your life? Uh, Doors, opening doors uh, of deceit. Um, doors that the enemy can come in and start robbing you, robbing you in your body with health and robbing you and your financial affairs and robbing you and your relationships and, and, and just start robbing you all kinds of ways, robbing you with your peace. You don't have peace anymore. How many of you know it's time to shut some doors in your life? you got to shut some doors, and you got to be serious about this. You're not, you're not being mean, and you're not trying to be hateful, but all you're trying to do is be pleasing and acceptable unto the Lord. You're saying, God, I, I, I choose to obey your promise. I choose to obey what you're saying for me to do. I'm giving up my own for you in the name of Jesus. I don't want disobedience. Disobedience can cause misfortune. I don't, wanna, I don't want misfortunate things to happen in my life because I chose, I made the choice to be disobedient or to be in a rebelling state. To rebel is to go against. You're saying, God, I see what you're saying, but I choose to go against and just do another way. But we're making decisions today, and I want you to make a decision, decision with me, This is what we're going to do, and we are going to get on this road of intimacy, an intimate walk with the Lord. Reason number five, when you are obedient, you're trusting God to be God. Amen. You're trusting God to be God, even when you don't see um, things that are maybe changing in your life, but you're trusting him to be God. You're saying, God, if your word saves it, that settles it, hey, this is what we're going to do. Obeying God means moving aside and allowing him and his word and his Holy Spirit and his way of operating to move into our lives. I want to say that again. Obeying God means that you're willing to move aside, allowing God, allowing his word, allowing the Holy Spirit, and allowing God's way of operating to move in our lives. And that's going to take trusting, having faith that he will be true to his word. You know the scriptures say God is not a man that he should lie. So he's not going to lie. We're just going to stand in faith. When we obey, we don't try to control our lives and the situations around us. You know, with our own human strength. But we're, we're stepping back and we saying, God, let your will be done. Amen. And so I am going to pray a prayer on today as we start this journey of intimacy, uh, developing an intimate walk with the Lord. And the first prayer I'm just really going to just pray over us is to walk in the word because that's important. Once we sit down and and we get the word out and we read and we see what we need to do and how we need to obey, you know, the the thing is, is to have the courage, amen, to just say yes. And so, hallelujah, I thank you, Lord, as I pray on today, Lord. I pray a courage in each and every one that may be listening, a courage to say, yes, Lord a courage to stand up in the midst of adversity and say yes God I will obey your word and I will turn away from all of those things that are in disagreement and all of those things that are dishonoring all of those things that are disrespecting your word God I turn my heart unto thee and I commit myself to walk in the word for your word is living and it will produce In my life, Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we recognize that your word is integrity and your word is steadfast and is sure and is eternal, your word will not lie, hallelujah, but your word will produce that which it was sent out to do. But, Father, we declare that we trust our lives, oh, glory to God, into your hands, and that you will provide and be the provider in our lives. Now, Father God, we set our hearts upon your word in the name of Jesus. Let it dwell within us richly. Let your wisdom that comes from the word dwell within us richly. And as we meditate day and night, glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus, that we may be diligent to act upon your word. Well, we thank you that your word is an incorruptible seed. It is the living word. It is the word of truth. It is abiding in us and in our spirit, and it will produce in the name of Jesus. And we will grow up to be mature-minded believers. We thank you, Lord God, that the word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. Hallelujah. It makes our way plain before you, and it turns things that are maybe crooked into straight. Glory to God. And I thank you as we walk on your word, we will not stumble and we will not fall. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are going to lead and guide us into all the truth. And, And you will give us great understanding. And you will give us discernment and comprehension so that we may be able to do all that you're calling us to do. And that we may not be snared by any evil forces right now. In the name of Jesus. And I declare, Father God, that we will delight ourselves in you and we will delight ourselves in the word and we set our heart in agreement with what your word says, God. And I thank you, God, that you will make it easy for us. Uh, and hallelujah. And God, and you will, will help us to overcome all of these other things that may try to turn our hearts away from you, oh God. We thank you, Father God, that we set our heart and we Set our minds upon you father God and we declare that no weapon that is formed against us shall be able to prosper and we choose to agree with your word and we choose to disagree with any thought or conditions or circumstances that is contrary to you Lord God we boldly say out of our mouth yes we will obey for a closer walk and our an intimate walk with you oh we thank you God that you have Given us the Holy Spirit to help us to walk this walk, and all things are possible to those who believe in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare that this is our season of intimacy, an intimate walk with you, Lord God. It is our season to draw close. It is our season to come. Amen. And and. and Set ourselves in your lap and, and lay our head in your bosom, God. And you speak to our heart, and you speak to our mind, and you you speak to, and you give us what we need to be able to do all that we've been called to do. We say yes, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you again for joining Infusion as we uh, begin our series an intimate walk with God. God bless you, and please join again.